Praise the Lord. Let's, let's open up in prayer. Father, we just thank you for your word tonight. We thank you for your healing um, power. And Father, as we're hearing your word tonight, that faith comes. Faith comes. And when faith comes, it becomes big in us. And, and we'll tend to that faith and cause it to grow, Father. That your word does not return void tonight, but it shall accomplish that which we please. It shall accomplish what we put our words into to bring forth in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, that the plan of God for this service comes to pass. If you believe it, say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. You got your Bible? You know, I heard, I heard, <laughs> I heard a minister say this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think it was actually Brother Hagan. He said, um, he said, you know, I, back in the day they used to have meetings. You know, kids, you think, ah, Sunday morning, Wednesday night, maybe a Sunday night. Okay, back in the day they would have like two week, three week long meetings. Just imagine going to school and then coming every night. Every night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, okay? So they would have these long meetings, three, you know, but God, we need to have those meetings because um, God can only do certain things in those meetings because it helps us to be under that, um, that outpouring of the word. So anyway, but he was telling about this one meeting, he had healing meeting, and he said this person had been attending for 21 days, and he said the person never got healed. 21 days, going to a healing meeting. I think, man, you didn't get any healing, you know? He said the 21st day he brought his Bible, and he got healed. And I just thought, oh, man, this was back in the day, right? So it's important to have your Bible because even if it's on your device, your iPad, or, or if you have, you know, old school like me, I love my Bible. <laughs> because when you put these words in front of your eyes, it's a lot different than just hearing it, right? Plus, it makes the devil nervous, like to shake our Bible. So get your Bible, shake it in the air, act like you don't just don't care. No, I'm just kidding. I say, devil, this is my Bible. Point to yourself. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. Tonight, I'm being taught the Word of God. Come on. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive, and I'll never be the same. Amen. My mind is alert, right? Wake up, Melina. Wake up, everybody. All right, we're going to get into healing tonight. And uh, so, you know, that really just, I, that really, that story really stood out to me. I'm like, wow, he never took his Bible to church. And the 21st day he took his Bible, he got healed. The Bible says there's healing in the words. And we learned when, uh, when Pastor Ike was here that, um, there's power in the word. There's power in the word. These words are not lifeless. They're not powerless. They're not just, well, you know, those are just like a story. No, they're words that contain power, that can change our lives. Amen. That's why we come to church, so we can grow in the things of God, right? We can grow our faith, not stay the same. Amen. Amen. So as we talk about healing tonight, how many of you ever heard of... Um, there's a quote, I believe, I think it was Smith Wigglesworth, who said, um, faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. In other words, you have to, um, you have to know what God's will is for your faith to work. You know, some people, a lot, majority of people who call themselves Christians don't believe it's God's will to heal all the time. They, they're not sure if it's God's will to heal them. You know, maybe. If it's a biggie. 
you know, or maybe if it's a really good person, you know, they meet all these requirements, you know, or maybe if God wants to, if God feels like it, you know, because, you know, God just, you know, he's always changing, right? Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? So he is the healer, and you have to know that you know that Jesus is your healer if you want healing to work in your body <laughs> and you want it to work in your kids and you want to live a long life. You have to know that when you became born again, your spirit was renewed, um, became alive to God. Your body, you know, unfortunately, you know, many of us are like, wish, man, I wish I could get a new body with that. You know, we didn't get a new body when we got born again. What about a new mind? You know, mind that thinks the right thoughts. We didn't get a new mind either. Right. But, um, but, we came under um, the redemption of Christ. We came into covenant with the Father, which includes part of that covenant is healing. It's a long life, right? We read scriptures a few weeks, uh, maybe a month or so back, we did healing scriptures. The first one we read was in Genesis where God promises us 120 years. If you want to live the 120 years, you go for it, right? A brother Copeland, he, you know, he's like, the Lord dealt with him. I need you to live 120 years. I'm like, you know, of course, he eats right, you know, hasn't drank coffee since, I don't know, the 60s, whatever. <laughs> you know? I mean, God's dealt with him how to do that. But, but there is that promise, that provision if we want to live a long life, right? But we have to know that healing's ours. So, you know, back in the day when I would listen to the radio, because, you know, now I, I don't really listen to the radio all too much. I have my songs that I like to listen to. But there was a song back, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, and it talked about, you know, Jesus, he gives and he takes away. He get, Okay, see, that, that, that song does not line. It's a really catchy song. You can really get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you listen to it, like, wait a minute, hold on. You know, it's like the record player. Hold on a second. That is not, wait a minute. You know, well, hold on a second. There's unbelief there and there's doubt there. And, um, and we know that God is the giver of life. And he doesn't take away life. And so, um, so you have to know that Jesus is the healer. And that um, when you know that, then your faith will work. But if you don't know it, then you're in doubt. You can't have doubt and faith working together. It's like water and oil. They don't mix. Right? So we have to believe that healing is the will of God for our lives all the time. Right? So let's just look at a couple scriptures. Um, let's go to um, Isaiah chapter 54 where is it here we go Isaiah I'm sorry chapter 53 Isaiah 53 verse uh, 4 we'll just look at a couple healing scriptures before we get into what I, we're going to get into but I want you to see what Jesus did and you already know these scriptures but remember the man who took his Bible on the 21st day. <laughs> you know, we never take God's word for granted. And it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to read it in front of your eyes. Isaiah 53 verse 4 says, Surely he has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows. Talking about Jesus on the cross. The Amplified says he bore our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses. Come on, even if we're weak. Distresses, carried our sorrows and pains of punishment. Yet we ignorantly considered him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But 
There's that word. But he wasn't afflicted by God. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, you know, our guilt, our sins. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. That's present tense. Not, I'm going to be healed. I'm, you know, I love what, what Pastor Ike said. Well, I'm believing for this, and I'm believing for that, and I'm believing. Well, what did he say? Really, that's unbelief, because it's always in the future tense. No, I have it now. By his stripes, we are healed. We are the healed. I'm not the, I'm not the um, sick trying to get healed. So the devil will try and make you think you're sick. Put symptoms on your body to change what you believe. But, you know, like if the devil came and told you you were going to hell, you'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven. I asked Jesus into my heart. Well, how do you know? Because I asked Jesus into my heart. Yeah, but how do you know? But there's nothing you can really explain mentally. But you know that you know if someone were to come and challenge you, you'd be like, no, I know I'm going to heaven. No, I know. How do you know? I just know, right? I just know. Well, it should be the same thing with healing. When the devil comes to you and tries to tell you you're sick, you're the sick. No, I'm not the sick. No, I'm the healed. How dare you try to put symptoms on my body? I am a healed person, and I'm not going to allow symptoms to take that from me. My children are healed, and I'm not going to allow symptoms, sickness, disease, any kind of um, diagnosis to take their healing from them. So you have to have that in your heart. I am the healed. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I'm the healed, and sickness is not going to take it from me. Symptoms are not going to take um, my healing. I am the healed. Amen? So you have to know that you're the healed. So right here we see Jesus said, or in Isaiah, he said, by his stripes, with his stripes, we are healed. The Amplified says we are healed and made whole. Amen. Now let's look at 1 Peter 2.24. And you know, there's so many scriptures. And I'm just going to the ones that are talking about by the stripes of Jesus. But 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Just so you can see, these are only two, but you know, there's so many. 1 Peter 2.24, say amen when you get there. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes, or by his wounds, you were healed. You have been healed, the Amplified says. You have already been healed. When were you healed? On the cross. Healing was given to you, just like salvation was given to you. There is no difference. It's not harder to get healed than it is to get saved. It's just as easy, but the devil sends doubt, unbelief, and then he sends symptoms, right? It's like we know, like when, when we become born again, like the old man's dead, but the old man will try and rise up. Like, remember that song you used to listen to? Remember that, that, remember that, those people you used to hang out with, you know? Remember them, you know? Remember how you used to act, right? When those things come, you know in your heart, that's the old me. That's not the new me, right? Well, it's the same thing with healing. When symptoms come... You have to say, that's the old man. I'm redeemed from that. Just like you're redeemed from the wrong way of living, the old ways of thinking and talking and living, you're redeemed from sickness, symptoms. That's the old, that's under the old man. That's not the new man. Jesus lives in me. My body's not my own. 
Amen. My body's the temple of the living God. Healing flows in this body. Come on. Uh, I'm a new creature in Christ. Right? So you have to know that it's just the same. Your salvation and healing, one is not harder than the other. You know, when, when Jesus raised up the man on, um, I think it was the one on the, the one on the stretcher, one of them. <laughs> he said, um, he, he raised him up, and when he raised him up, he said, your sins be forgiven you. And then he said, rise up and walk. Well, he did both things at once. He forgave him, and then he raised him up so he could walk and healed him. See how he, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's not, one is not harder than the other, right? Okay, so we see two scriptures here. Now, there are a number of ways. Now we're going to get into the healing, okay? That, I mean, that's like real basic what we just went over, but you guys know. There are a number of ways in the word whereby he, healing can come, okay? Because everybody's faith is not on the same level, right? So there's different methods that God has provided. Aren't we glad God doesn't say, okay, there's one way to take your healing, there's just one way, and you got to, everybody has to do it this way. He's provided different methods in the Word. We will see them in the Scripture um, because we're all at different levels, right? That's how good God is. He doesn't leave us stranded. Amen. So the first, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list these ways. I'm not going to go over them tonight. But the one way that God uses to, uh, to bring healing is, number one, we use the name of Jesus. We use the name of Jesus, and we demand in the name of Jesus, that that disease and sickness leave. So that's one way. We use the name of Jesus against the devil. Because the devil will try and take your health from you. Take your wholeness from you. You know, you can't do anything if your body isn't around on the earth. You can't do anything for Jesus, right? So you've got to take care of your body. So he'll do, he'll do what he can to take your healing. So you, number one, you can use the name of Jesus. Number two, you can pray for healing. In the name of, uh, pray for healing to, G, to the Father God in the name of Jesus, right? John 16 says, In that day you shall ask me nothing. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you, right? So we know whenever we come to, to the Father God, we ask the Father in the name of Jesus, and we can receive our healing, right? So number one, we can use the name of Jesus. Number two, we can pray for healing to the Father in the name of Jesus. Number three, we can agree in prayer. Right. If you're married, you have a best friend who's a good faith friend um, and you're believing God for healing. You know, you can say, hey, would you agree with me that I am healed? Right. What what are you doing? You're having someone else's faith join with yours. And and sometimes they may have maybe you feel like their maybe their faith is a little bit stronger. So you're kind of like piggybacking on their faith. Isn't that how good God is? Like he doesn't, you know, he's like, I'm going to help you get to that level. But while you, if you need help from somebody, it's like the lifeline. Do you need to call somebody and get an answer? Remember that TV show, The Lifeline? How many you got? Three lifelines. Can I call a friend? You know? Well, here Jesus is saying you can call a friend. Your spouse, you know, your pastor, you know, someone who's a faith person. And they can agree with you in prayer. Amen. We know Matthew 18, 19 says, If two of you agree as touching anything on earth, it shall be done. Okay? Number four, you can anoint with oil or the elders. The Bible says in James 5, 14 that you call for the elders and they will anoint. So sometimes, you know, you've seen Pastor Marcus use oil. Um, and he doesn't do it all the time. 
And it's just, see, there's all these different methods. And even at home, you know, you may one day want to pray for your child to be um, healed or something. And you may, number one, you may use the name of Jesus. I don't know. Or God may say, lay hands on him. You know, that's another method. So uh, the fourth one is anoint with oil. The fifth one is receive healing through the laying on of hands, right? So we see pastor or different people, they pray for healing, call anybody, anybody need healing, come on up, we'll lay hands on you, right? Um, that's not just for the fivefold ministers. You can all lay hands on people and they can be healed because of the Great Commission. Right? Mark 16 says, go into all the earth and preach the gospel. These signs shall follow them that believe. And goes on to name the signs and it says, um, they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So there have been many times over the years when my kids were fighting symptoms or sickness, I'd go lay hands on them. You know, Why? Because the Bible says lay hands on the sick. Not they might recover. Not maybe. It says they will recover. They will recover. So you have to have faith. See, that's why we need to know the word. We have to have faith in the word, right? So we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, right? Isn't that great? Man, any, and it, that belongs to all of us. We can all lay hands on the sick, amen? We're all called to be healing technicians. Healing technicians, Brenda. You're a healing technician. Uh, the, another way we can, uh, another method God uses is through the gifts of healing. Like when Pastor Ike was here or Pastor Nancy or, or sometimes we'll have like a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, right? Someone's like he called someone's wrist or he called different things out. What, what is that? That's the Holy Spirit giving him the word. <clears throat> and that's another way. Did they have to come up? No. Sometimes he'll say stand up or there's right where they are. You're being healed. God's calling it out. God's calling it out. This, in this method, God's initiating it. He's calling it out, right? And so they'll say, give it action. You're being healed right now. God's word is saying, by the Spirit, someone has this issue, you're being healed. Now, if that was me, I'm sitting there going, I, I, I'm using my mouth all the time. Got to use it in a good, positive way. <laughs> because Pastor Marcus isn't here, uh, to receive it, to receive healing. Healing is something we have to receive. So when a word of, of knowledge is being, being given forth, I respond. When hands are laid on me, I respond. When someone prays with me and agrees with me, I respond. I say, I receive that. I receive my healing now. I'm not just letting someone lay hands on me and walking away. You want to receive it. Yeah, but will they lay hands on me? Yeah, but what did you do with your mouth to activate that you took it, right? Because how did you get born again? You had to open up your mouth and say, I believe, Jesus, you are the Son of God. I ask you to come into my life, come into my heart, right? You're using your mouth. Why? Because your confession takes possession of it. So even through all these methods, it's up to us. And even if pastor's praying, hey, uh, there's someone who's, who's going to, maybe you're going to have a business, like Pastor Ike did this last week, or... Could be anything. Whatever you need, I would say, I receive that in Jesus' name. After hands are laid on me, I receive it. I take it. It's mine. You use your mouth to take what belongs to you, amen, or what God's giving to you, right? So uh, healing through the gifts 
of healing. That can all, that's another way that God manifests, okay? Um, now, the Bible, you know, it's as that method is as the Spirit wills. You know, Pastor Ike or myself or pastors aren't, you know, ministers aren't getting up and saying, I think I'm going to call this out. I think I'm going to call that out. You know, uh, you know what I mean? It's by the Spirit. God's telling them. Sometimes I think we have more faith in someone calling out our healing when it's, um, it's God initiating it than we do us initiating it. And it ought not to be. We should have just as much faith that God is our healer, that he's healing us now, whether we get hands laid on us, if someone comes in agreement with us, if um, we use the name of Jesus at our home all by ourselves and no one's there, just as much faith in those methods that are in the word than we, sh- than we do if someone calls out our healing. But we think if someone calls out our healing, God must notice. And, oh, oh, that's me. Yeah, I take it. And we do take it. But we should be just as excited about the other methods than we are about God initiating it. Because all the other methods are, most of them, we're initiating. Whatever you want in life, whatever you want to partake of in the word, most of it, we will initiate for ourselves. We did our salvation. We did our salvation, right? The, the last way, the method of healing, this is an easy one. Know that healing belongs to you. Just know that it belongs to you. This is the best method by which you can be healed. It's to know for yourself that healing is yours. It's to know for yourself that healing belongs to you. It's part of who you are. Once you became born again, God made you rich. He made you the healed. He made you a new creature. He made you uh, a person to have a sound mind, to have joy, no oppression, no confusion. But healing is part of that. That's what he made you, the healed. So know that healing belongs to you, right? It's, it's part of his redemptive plan. We read, by his stripes we are healed, right? And so we have to refuse and I say, that's like one of my words, I refuse this in Jesus' name. I mean, I just say, all right, headache tries to come, I refuse that. Symptoms try to come, I refuse that. I, what am I doing? I'm denying its right to stay in my body. You have to deny sickness a place in your body. You have to deny symptoms a place in your body. Just like you deny the old man to have its way in your, in your life, you have to see symptoms, sickness, uh, diagnosis, uh, anything that uh, uh, has, to, has to do with sickness, you have to see it as from the pit of hell. Because it is from the devil. A little headache from the devil. That's not from God. God didn't give you a headache. If we saw sickness for what it really is, every little thing, we would be a little, I think we'd be a lot more feisty. We wouldn't allow it to have, oh, you know, I just get these headaches. Do you? Well, do you? Well, go to the Lord and get healed, right? Or, or, or use one of these other methods and take your healing, receive your healing, right? So you have to know that healing belongs to you, right? We don't have, we, so with this one, you don't have to have anybody lay hands on you. 
Because what if you're awake up in the middle of the night? With symptoms. What are you going to do? You could just take your healing. I take my healing right now. I thank you, Father. I receive your healing power. It's working in my body. You're the healer. You're my healer, and I take it. I thank you, Father. That healing power is flowing in my body right now. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet, that healing power is flowing, and I take it. What am I doing? I know that healing belongs to me, so now I'm taking it. I'm receiving it. How am I receiving it? With my words, right? So we, it's so important. And then you thank God for it. Thank you, Father, that I'm the healed. Oh, it feels so good to be healed. Even when I don't feel healed, yeah. You call those things that be not as though they were. When you're driving home and five of your, you know, fellow employees just came down with COVID and you were all in the same room together, right? And then you're like, man, I don't feel that great. <laughs> Woo, right? You know, and fear tries to come. You know, I, I resist that fear. I'm the redeemed. And you know what? I don't care if someone's trying to get on my body. They're not staying on this body. I'm the healed. I am. You see, you have to know that you're the healed. And know that it belongs to you and deny its right to stay in your body from the very beginning. From the very beginning. Because the Bible says a thousand will fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand. There's going to be a lot of people falling. But it won't come near me. Psalm 91, it won't come near me. And if, if we need to read Psalm 91 to understand that protection belongs to us. And that means protection from um, plagues. From plagues, pandemics, outbreaks, we're redeemed from those. Amen. And they can't stay on our body. They can't come into our house. I don't care if it tries coming in. I, I speak to it. Don't try coming in this house. You better get out of my house. Oh, I talk to my house. I talk to the, that sickness trying to come in. Because I'm not going to allow it to say. If I say nothing, I give it a right to stay. If we say nothing, we allow its right to stay and linger. And do its work, right? So, it's important to know the difference between God-initiating healing and man-initiating healing. So, remember the pool of Bethesda when the angel would come down? And I just imagine him, like, taking his big hand and swirling the waters, right? And the first person in would be healed. Well, that was God-initiating healing for man, right? God did that. And just like the words of knowledge, when someone says, hey, someone right now is being healed, what's that? That's God initiating the healing. He's calling it out for you, right? But really, most of everything else, it's initiated by our faith. Because there may be sometimes you don't have time to wait to get to church and hope to get a word. How many people are hoping to get a word? Not just for healing, I'm just hoping to get a word about my finances. I'm just hoping to get a word about my, my um, family. I'm just hoping to get a word about that job. I'm just hoping, I'm hoping pastor will give me a word. I got the word for you right here. Here it is. Here it is. Open your Bible. Open your Bible. God will show you. Uh, ask the Lord, Lord, what, you know, I'll be, I've been waking up in the morning, Lord, what scripture what do you have for me today? And I, I have my daily reading plan. If you don't have a daily reading plan, pull one up. version has, has them. You can do it electronically. Uh, it's important to be having the word going into your eyes, 
right? We hear it at church, but it's got to be going into your eyes. But I'll say, Lord, what? Scripture. And I'll just start, I'll just sit there and wait in his presence. And a scripture will come up in my heart for the day. That's my scripture, right? Being led by the Lord. What do you have for me? Or, or I'll be reading my Bible and a scripture. One will just pop right on out. I could have read it before. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, that, that, that's for me today. That's my scripture, right? Praise the Lord. I don't know how I got off on that. What was I talking about? The Bible. Got your word. Your word is right there. So a lot of times we can't wait to get to church, right? To get a word or, you know. Uh, and so most of the time we are the ones. Man initiates healing through his own faith, right? So think about the woman with the issue of blood. Let's look at that passage in uh, Mark chapter 5. Praise the Lord. This is one of my favorite. I mean, I love them all. But I love the woman with the issue of blood. In Mark chapter 5, so there's a difference between God initiating the healing and then us using our faith and taking our healing, receiving our healing, right? Mark chapter 5. And verse tw uh, 20, let's see, where did I leave off here? 25, Mark, Mark 5, 25. Okay, Mark 5, 25 says, A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. How many years? 12 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. So if you've been dealing with something a long time, don't be moved by time. Don't allow the enemy to have you focus on time, on years, on months, on days, on hours. That's the enemy. We're not looking at what we can see. We're looking at what does the word say, right? So for 12 years, she had suffered many things of many physicians, spent all that she had. She was nothing better, but rather grew worse. So she even went to the doctors and she got worse, right? But I love this. When she had heard of Jesus... She came in the press behind her, behind, I'm sorry, and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Amen. I shall, the Amplified says, be restored to healing. I shall be restored to health, right? So we realize that the story of this woman with the issue of blood, this shows us our faith can initiate healing. Our faith. Why? Because if you go down a little bit further in verse um, 34, he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made you whole. Whose faith? Her faith. Her faith made her whole. Now look, though, at verse um, 27. She came in the press. First she had heard of Jesus. Here we, here we know faith comes by hearing. So she'd been sick 12 years. She had heard of Jesus. Amen. Um, she had heard about him. She obviously had to deal with doubt. We, we don't know if she thought, oh man, I've been sick for so long. I don't even know. Should I go out there? Should I, should I, um, you know, press in? Am I even supposed to be out there? Right. But she had heard about Jesus. When you hear the word, when you hear about healing, when you read your Bible, when you're hearing out, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing. I believe that she had heard so much about Jesus, it pushed all doubt out. When you fill up with hearing the word, it'll push the doubt out. 
And when a doubtful thought does come, you'll catch it like that. Why? Because you're so full of the word, doubt can't even enter. It's like, a, it's like a bottle of water. It can't even get in here. There's no room for it when you're so full of the word. So even if people tried to persuade her, you can't go out there. This has been 12 years. What, you think that man? That's not, that's, you know, he's fake. He's false. You know, who knows what they said to her? But it says she pressed and she had heard about Jesus. That's why it's important to keep your hearing. Your hearing. You've got to keep hearing the word. Hearing about faith. Hearing about healing. Hearing about finances. Whatever area you want to grow in. If you don't want to have doubt, keep on hearing. Keep on hearing. Keep on hearing. And I believe she heard so much about Jesus, it drove all the doubt out. Now she had to press in. She had to press in beyond the doubt. Beyond any kind of unbelief, she had to press through a crowd. There are things, if we want to partake of, that God has for us, we're going to have to press beyond some things. Press beyond our flesh. Maybe she was in pain. Maybe she was in discomfort, you know. Maybe she wasn't even supposed to, I don't think she was even supposed to be out in public. So she had to press beyond all those things to get to Jesus. See, when you, when you do whatever it takes, you'll get your answer. If you'll do, you know, I love what doctor used to say, faith will do whatever it takes. Faith will do whatever it takes. If I have to drive three miles to go hear the word, I'm going to go do it because I need it. Distance is not an issue to me. Money, thank you, Jesus, is not becoming an issue to me anymore. Back in the day when, you know, 25 years ago, it was an issue. I'm like, how are we going to make it? We don't have enough money. No, no, you know. But growing, growing, growing in the word, taking steps of faith, then not only did she hear, she pressed beyond all the doubt, and then she decided to go do something. She took action. If you want to get your answer, you can't lay in bed. Now listen, I'm going to lay in bed for three days. (laughs) Pastor's going to pray for me, but then I'm going to go back to bed. Listen. I thought you were healed. Don't you believe that when your hands are laid on you, you're healed? Or, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the devil to go in the name of Jesus, resist sickness, but then I'm going to go back to bed. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> faith makes movement. Mm-hmm. What would a healed person do? If you're planning to go back to bed for three days, then you really don't believe you're the healed. That's true. That's true. Now, for me, there are times I know, I remember, you know, years ago when I was believing God for healing, let's say I, I fought the flu or something. I would be in bed a day, and I just kept that healing going because, you know, in the natural, I felt weak. Kept my healing going. Once I had enough strength, <laughs> thank you, Jesus, I'm healed. I'd start, and I could open my eyes enough to read my healing scriptures. But, see, you want to be prepped ahead of time. You don't want to be doing it last minute. Last minute, you're like trying to, you know, it's like trying to cram for a test. So you always want to keep those healing scriptures going in. I love what P.C. Nelson said. He was a minister that Kenneth Hagin used to read after, or he knew him. And he said, every night, or read healing or faith every night before you go to bed, because either you or someone else you know is going to need it. Right? So I got my healing book, and I have my faith book. I keep them also in the but <laughs> it's amazing how much you can read. I have this rule. I don't take my phone in the bathroom. Not, I didn't always do that. Do you know how much, how much reading I'm getting then? My gosh. It's great. So, but you, what do you want in life? You're going to have, we are where we are because that's what we want. 
That's true. We are where we are because that's what we want. And if we want something better, like the woman with the issue of blood, she wanted to be healed. She pressed in to get what she really wanted. Amen. Right? And so, um, so she pressed in. I've got to find my notes here. She initiated her own healing. So don't let time discourage you. Number one, she heard about Jesus. Number two, she believed. Number three, she said, if I could just touch him, I know I'll be healed. She said something. What are you saying? Are you talking about the pain? Are you talking about, you know, are you begging Jesus for healing? Are you telling people all of your symptoms? You know, oh yeah, I got this too. You know, putting it on social media, yeah. I don't, I don't know if anybody's doing that because I'm not on social media. Okay, I really don't know. <laughs> I don't. I just, I don't even know what people do on social media. I'll post something once in a while for, for the church. Actually, Pastor Marcus or Olivia usually does that. But, um, but are you talking about the symptoms? Are you talking about the pain? Are you talking about the pandemic? What are you talking about? Because whatever you talk about is going to get bigger. It's going to be magnified in your life. And then you're going to release faith for that. Your words are releasing something. They're always releasing something. Your words are containers. They're carrying something into your life. They're bringing things into your life, right? So she said, if I could just touch but his clothes... I know I'll be healed. And then she acted. She got out of her bed and she decided to make action. Now, what I was going to say earlier, my story is, um, so I would read my healing verses when I got enough, enough, um, I listened to healing. Then when I got enough strength, I would, I took my Bible or my healing, you know, the healing, healing pamphlet, a healing book, and I'd start reading the healing scriptures to myself and declaring them. And it would start out, by his stripes I am healed. You know, he sent his word and healed me and delivered me from destruction. Um, uh, you know, uh, no weapon formed against me will prosper. Uh, thank you, Father, that I don't look at the things that I can see. I don't look at the things that I can see. No, I don't look at the things that I can see. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yes, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I say I'm redeemed. I say I'm redeemed from symptoms, from coughing and, and congestion and headaches and pain. I say I am the redeemed. Let the redeemed of the... And then I start saying those scriptures. The more you read it, you start saying it, you start getting stronger. You start getting stronger in your faith. You're like, yes, what's happening? Your, your faith is coming because you're hearing yourself say it. And the Bible says his words are life and health to all your flesh. So you're reading those words and it's life to your flesh. It's medicine. It's medicine and it starts to strengthen you, right? So then there does come a time. Now, it may be a day. It may be a couple days. I don't know. And then as you grow in the things of the Lord, it'll grow shorter, but there will come a day where, you know, the Lord will say, now, healed people don't lay in their pajamas all day. All right, Lord, I'm going to get up and make them on. <laughs> no more sweats, you know, or whatever, right? Because he's going to deal with you wherever you're at. But there will come a time, you know, he's going to tell you, and then you've got to make action. And that's what happened with the woman with the issue of blood. She took action. She had to. Otherwise, she'd still, we would never have heard about her in the Bible. She took action, Right? Praise the Lord. So, I'm going to leave you with this, closing up. didn't get all to all of this. But, <clears throat> you know, God's power is everywhere. And I love uh, 2 Peter 1.3 says, His divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. His power is present in every room. You know, the Lord told Brother Hagin, every, every sick room, every hospital room. His power is present. 
right? If uh, we would only believe it and give it action. So it's up to us. You know, I love the story Pastor Nancy tells about her son who had a fever, 102 fever. He was a baby. And so she's sitting in the hospital room. And she remembers what Brother Hagen had said. And she said, Lord, and they told her, don't give him any medicine because the doctor's coming. And they don't want to give him medicine. So he has like 102 fever. And she said, she's staying there and the doctor won't be there for like an hour. You know, that's a high fever for a little baby. And so she's rocking him. And she said, Lord, you said through the prophet, you said that there's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise the sick one up. Father, you said that through him. You said there's enough power. So that means there's power here right now in this room. See, God is everywhere. His power is present wherever you're at, in your bedroom, in your car, in the, when you're in the restroom, you know, getting ready, taking a shower, whatever. God's power is present. It's with you. But are we accessing it? His healing power is always present. It's always present. Right? Just like his saving power is always present. Anybody, anywhere, any, even in a bar, could ask Jesus into their heart. That's how good God is. He doesn't say, no, you've got to be in church to ask Jesus into your heart. They could be in a bar. They could be in a far worse place under a bridge. I mean, you know, they don't. And they can receive the power to become a child of God. God's healing power is present everywhere, too. And so she started just, and she said, Lord, you, the prophet said there's enough power. I thank you, Father. And she said, I started to visualize the healing power of God flowing through his body. You know, you see it. I've heard other people say, you know, I see the stripes. I see Jesus taking those stripes from me. I see that sickness being laid on him because the sickness, that disease, that pain was laid on Jesus. So whatever, however, what are you doing? You're meditating on the word. You're meditating on his power going through your body, right? His power will drive it all out. And um, <clears throat> praise the Lord. And just like, you know, electricity, it's always here. But it's up to us to turn it on. How do we turn on God's power? We use our mouth, just like the one with the issue of blood. Initiate, you can initiate your own healing. I think that's really what I wanted to leave you guys with tonight. There's different methods. We'll talk about the different methods. But remember, just know that healing is yours. Just know it's yours. It belongs to you as a child of God. And it's up to us to initiate that healing. How do we do it? With our mouth. With our mouth. You know, I would encourage you to always be feeding on scriptures because that's a life and medicine to all your flesh. But even if symptoms come, you know, you may not have time to go get your Bible and go, wait, I got to read my scriptures, you know. And you just say, Lord, nope, I take my healing. Healing is mine right now. The healing power of God is flowing in me right now. Amen. It's flowing in me right now. When you lay in your bed at night, you can say it to yourself. His power is in this room. His power is in this room and it's in me. His power is flowing in my body now, and it heals me. His power is flowing in my child's body, and it heals them. His power is in their room right now. Even while they're sleeping, the power of God is working. And Lord, I can go to sleep in peace knowing the power of God is flowing and healing all of our bodies, right? Come on, and if fear thoughts come, you just answer them with the word. And then just talk about the power of God. And continue to let it do its work, amen? Praise the Lord. So, he's our healer. He's our deliverer. 
Amen. Does anybody need healing tonight before we dismiss? I can agree with you. Lay hands on you. Are we all good? Anybody? 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Oh, I don't have anything in there. Well, Do you want me to pray for um, uh, like a cloth? Yeah, it's getting worse. And, and it's going to the ER, but he told me no. Pain in his chest? Like in his chest area right here. And, okay. You know, he just starts saying all his thoughts about his family. I'm like, no. No, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's pray over. Father God, I just lift up Junior right now. We speak healing to him, and I thank you, Father, as this cloth is laid on him drives out all sickness, all disease. If there's any presence of an evil spirit, it has to go. I thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, the name that's above every name, that healing power goes in. In Jesus' name. Pray for you. What's going to happen when I'm done praying for you? you are the Lord, See, you're going to be healed. What's going to happen when I'm done praying for you? you you're going to be healed. You're healed. Yeah, yeah, it's going to go. As the Bible says, we lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. I take authority over that in the name of Jesus. I command that to go, that bump, that heat. You go in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. You said lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. And I thank you for that healing power going in. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now you believe you're healed? All right. Now all throughout the rest of the days, the power of God went in, and I'm healed. I'm healed. Amen. And don't look at it. Because it's gone already. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Healed and whole. Back. Oh, is it down at the bottom here? I thank you, Father. You said lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I thank you for your healing power that goes right in, in Jesus' name, to her back. You straighten out. Straighten out and be free from pain in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for that healing power that goes right on in, drives out all sickness and disease, drives out all pain. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The power of God went in. You believe you're healed? You're healed. Say, I'm the healed. Power of God went in. I take it. I take it. Yes. They are. I pray over those feet. That's under the curse, huh? You're supposed to have feet that have no pain. So when I pray for you, what's going to happen? That's right. I thank you, Father, for the healing power that goes on in, in Jesus' name. Healing, healing his feet causes all pain, all pain. You go in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that healing power. It's gone. It's gone. Healed and whole. You believe you're healed? Say, the power went in. My feet are healed. That's right. All night when you're, when you're laying in bed, thank you, Jesus, for healing my feet. Thank you, Jesus.
thank you, Father, for your healing power right now that goes in when this cloth is laid on George, in Jesus' name, for the power of God to drive out all sickness and disease, and if there's any presence of an evil spirit, it has to go in Jesus' name, and I thank you for that healing power flowing from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, in Jesus' name, amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord, isn't God good, he's our healer, Amen. Say, I'm the healed. Anybody feel different? Hands were laid on you. You already feel something? Give it action. If it was your feet, your back, give it a little. We're not checking to see if it's working, the power of God's working. We know it's working, but we're doing something. You know, I, I heard someone say that. They said, what does that mean, give it action? If you can't move your pinky or any of your body, at least try and move your pinky. Do something that you couldn't do before. Amen. Anybody, anybody notice any kind of difference? Say, oh. <laughs> I'm the healed. Power of God went in. Amen. His healing power is flowing. Praise the Lord. Well, we love you guys. We'll see you on Sunday. Amen. You're dismissed.